Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have other things to do today. Hopefully you all have a wonderful Christmas day. Hopefully it is filled with family, joy, peace, laughter, happiness, maybe a little bit of food. But most importantly, hopefully it is filled with Jesus Christ and thoughts of Him. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it and share it. Guide them, be with them, bless them and their families. Draw us close to you, Father. Help us to turn to you as individuals and as a nation. Watch over those who are hurting in our own country and around the world. Those who are struggling. Those who don't have peace. Those who have despair. Help us to be just a little bit of a reflection of your son, Jesus Christ. And because of that, to bring a little bit of light and hope and peace to the world. And help us to join with those who pray so fervently thy kingdom come. And God, my words here today, Father, please. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So I had planned to do one more Christmas Eve message from President Truman from 1946. And there's one line in particular that I will read, even if it's just the last little bit. But I feel like in America, in a Christian nation, that doing a podcast about the American soul, about the need to get back to our founding based on God and Jesus Christ, that it would be fitting on Christmas Day to talk particularly about that foundation. And... 
one of the comments that I've made on this podcast, almost since I started it, is that we have some really tough days ahead. And and there's a real good chance that we're headed toward a war, uh, which is one of the reasons we've spent so much time this month and do each year in these Christmas declarations, particularly from those leading up to World War II. But regardless of whether we get into a truly hot civil war or not, if we're going to turn this country back around, if you're really going to have liberty and hope and peace and joy, you have to take back culture and education from people that promote the evil, godless values of the left. And so what I'd like to do for at least, and it won't take long, a few minutes, and then we'll maybe read some other stuff or go to that 1946 Christmas message from Truman, is to look at a very small, very brief example of what culture used to look like in America when we still really were or had some of our greatness left. This is a completely side note, folks, but a lot of times you hear people throw up the European countries as an example of success for socialism. Whatever success the European countries have today isn't because of socialism, it's in spite of it. Any success that the European nations have today is because of their leftover, their holdouts, the principles of Jesus Christ. When you look at America, whatever greatness we have left in us today is the same. We're not great in, in the moments that we're great today because of the push towards socialism, communism, leftism, but in spite of it. Every single bit of greatness that we ever show is tied back into our adherence to the teachings of Christ. You, you heard that when we went through the podcast yesterday or the day before on Truman's 1945 Christmas message, talking about the fact that all the ills of our country, of the world, could be solved if we would go back to the Sermon on the Mount, go back to Jesus Christ. Go back to his teachings. You've heard that echoed on this podcast by multiple different people throughout the history of our nation. FDR and Truman both talked about it. 
the principles of our nation are based in Christ, from our Constitution, our laws, our government. And whenever we have been great, the moments that we have been at our best are the moments that we have been closest to those teachings of Christ. And the moments that we're at our worst are the moments when we get farthest away from God and Jesus Christ. You see it every single time, folks. Every single time. Without fail. Look at the news today. Look at the places that have gone away from God that have rejected Him. Whether it's a whole city or town, right? Or just part of a city. Or part of a state. Look at those places, those little boroughs and precincts, towns or schools. Especially when they're side by side with a town or a school or a community that still is working toward following Jesus Christ and look at their dramatic difference of results. Look at the number of people leaving places like California, Illinois, New York, and going to places like Texas, Florida, right? When you dig down past all the superficial stuff, it really gets down to that simple truth. And that is how closely are we adhering to the policies, the teachings, the principles of the Son of God. And so this little piece of culture here gives you an example. Let me tell you a little backstory before I tell you what it is. And some of y'all already know it, so you're going to know what it is before I even start. But this little part of culture, it was a TV show. And this was back at a time when there were only a few channels. And the editors of this show brought it to the executives for the broadcasting company that it was going to be aired on, and they didn't like it. In fact, they were really upset about it. I think one of them even made the comment that, well, this is probably going to be the last one of these. And the creator of the show refused to budge. And why were they so upset? They were so upset because it openly invoked Christianity, God and Jesus Christ. And the, the, the creator of this show said, no, no way, we're not changing anything. Uh, if nobody else, if, if nobody's going to do it, right, if somebody's got to do it, who besides us is going to do it? If we don't, who will? And this was at a time where they didn't have a lot of backups. <laughs> and so they had to air it, basically. And interestingly enough, the company that was going to sponsor this show backed up the creator of the show, which that's even more interesting. I'll tell you who that is in just a second. And so they aired it. And it became one of the all-time greatest 
television specials that's ever been produced. And this particular part of it was even dubbed the most magical two minutes in television history. And so some of y'all are probably aware of what it is, and I'm going to read through that two minutes or less than of magical television history. But this is an example, folks, of what we've got to get back to. This is where we've got to go with culture, with education. This has to be it. And, and, and we have to start to adhere to the words of this creator, which is, if not us, basically, then who? Who's going to stand up? We keep looking for people to stand up. Who's going to stand up if, if it's not us? Who's going to stand up and stop this cancer that's destroying our society if not us? So the show is Charlie Brown, right? Peanuts. And this is the Christmas special. And the creator was obviously Schultz. And I believe it was CBS were the people that said, no way, this is bad. We're not doing it. Nobody's going to like it. And the company that backed up Schultz was Coca-Cola. So I'll let you digest all of that and compare it to what's going on in the modern culture all you want. Uh, but so... So what had happened is, you know, Charlie Brown, if you know anything about Charlie Brown, uh, he kind of just, he seems to mess things up all the time. He thinks everybody hates him and everybody is pretty mean to him, actually, a lot of people. But there's always a turning point where we're in these little shows where the people really come back to Charlie Brown and they say, you know what? We really do like you. He's a pretty good guy. And so... Charlie Brown has been sent on this mission to get a Christmas tree. And he comes back with this Christmas tree, and he's so proud of it. And everybody hates it. And they just berate him. This is a horrible. You can't even do this right, you know, Charlie Brown, et cetera, et cetera. And so this is, we're starting off with Charlie Brown, and he's talking to his best friend here, Linus. I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree, said Charlie Brown. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I don't really know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about, said Linus. And they're in this auditorium. They're decorating for the Christmas play, right? They've been trying to get it together. And so Linus walks to the center of the stage. Lights, please. And there were, in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. 
ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. And then Linus picks up his blanket and kind of shuffles off stage and looks at Charlie Brown and says, That's what Christmas is all about. Folks, I don't know how else to say it any clearer. That's what Christmas is all about. And Christmas at its heart is what America is all about. You cannot have either Christmas or America without Jesus Christ. It doesn't work. It can't work. It isn't. We look around, folks. Just look around you. It's failing. Our schools aren't failing because of lack of funding or lack of buildings or lack of teachers or poorly trained teachers. They're not even really failing because of the policies put in by the left. They're failing because we took God out, which allowed those policies to come in. Our military isn't getting weaker because we've let these policies in, but because we've kicked God out, which let those policies in. Everything goes back to this, folks. Everything. And, and in our culture and our education, our raising of our youth, our teaching them what Christmas is all about, what our nation is all about, we have to get back to God at the center of it. And so you talk about teaching children, right? I don't have time today to read this whole Christmas message from FDR, but there's one line in particular that I really wanted to read, and it falls into line with teaching our children. And I think I've got enough time to read one, two sentences. Shepherds keeping watch by night over the flock heard the glad tidings of great joy from the angels of the Lord saying glory to earth, to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward man. And then this is the line that I really wanted to read from President Truman. In this great country of ours has been demonstrated the fundamental unity of Christianity and democracy. Our founders knew this. Our greatest leaders have known it. And we have got to teach our future generations the truth about our nation. And so as you go into this new year, we're going to talk more before then, but Christmas today and working toward every day, folks, we need to start to really focus on what's important. People, our future, our children, not football games 
or volleyball games or our phones or TV shows in and of themselves. We have to get back to that unity that Truman talks about between Christianity and our republic. And and use Schultz as a little example. Saying, no, no, we're going to do this. We're going to put these verses in here. We're going to put Jesus Christ in here because it's a Christmas special. It's got to be about something and it's got to be about Jesus Christ. And if not us, then who? God bless y'all. God bless your marriages, your families. God bless our country. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it. Merry Christmas.